Hello, friends. My name is Joe Irwin Bettner, and this is the Eyes on Oklahoma podcast. We greatly appreciate you for making us a part of your day. And on today's episode, we are joined by Joaquin Iglesias, who is about to embark on his first season as an assistant coach at Legacy Christian Academy in Frisco, Texas. You might remember Joaquin as the OU wide receiver from 2005 to 2008. He was a part of that three-peat Big 12 championship run OU had from 06 to 08. Obviously made the national title game in 2008 had a huge monster game against Boise State in that Fiesta Bowl that I think everyone tries to forget uh, but he went off in that one so Joaquin Iglesias great Oklahoma player it was fun catching up with him learning about his new role at Legacy Christian as well as reflecting a little bit on his career as well as talking a little bit about the current OU staff that was pretty much there when he was in school and has now returned with Brent Venables now the head coach at Oklahoma so fun catching up with Joaquin appreciate his time and without wasting any more of yours here's my conversation with Joaquin Iglesias Joaquin how you doing man I'm doing good I'm doing well I'm, I'm blessed that's good to hear, man. want to congratulate you on the Legacy Christian job, obviously. want to start there. Just tell us a little bit about the gig. Yeah, so yeah, it's been, um, it, it all happened so fast, but it, it's been really, really cool to see. We did start uh, fall camp about a week ago, um, so August 1st, um, and it's been awesome so far. The kids have been great. The coaches have, have all been uh, you know, super welcoming. Um, and a lot of our staff, actually, this is like some of their first time officially coaching, like I've coached in the past and stuff, um, but nothing, you know, official and on paper. Um, but, uh, it's, so it's going well, a lot of experience on the staff, even though some of us, some of us, it's our first time. Um, a lot of guys who made it to the league did well in college as well. So, um, it's been, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been, it's been great so far. What's kind of been the inspiration to just kind of get more involved with football at this point in, at this point in life? Yeah, um, just, you know, just being around kids more and more. Uh, my daughter plays soccer, um, so she's all over, you know, the country playing soccer. Um, so, all, so just more and more around, you know, competitive sports. Um, and uh, I actually hired a guy to work for me in the mortgage business who is a defensive coordinator at a – good school uh, up here in the DFW area. Um, he's a defensive coordinator. Um, and so he's been working for me now for about two years. So just constantly being around him, talking football with him, um, and obviously, you know, watching watching ball all the time in season. So it's been a multiple, uh, a multitude of things. Um, but it's really just, it's never gone away of wanting to be around football. Uh, it just had to be the right time for me and my family and um, and now, now it is. I have more time, and I uh, just want to get, you know, around kids and you know these young athletes and give them all the knowledge that was given to me. I was going to say, man, I remember when I spoke with you a few years ago for a story for the Norman Transcript, asking you a little bit about when you thought the NFL would be a possibility. I remember uh, a, a conversation that you shared with me that you had with Malcolm Kelly after the after the holiday bowl where you guys beat Oregon and it kind of set in just after the, the, the big seasons you guys had that, you know, the NFL might be a possibility. Now, fast forward, both of you, obviously Malcolm being at TCU and you get into the coaching game. It's, it's cool to see both of you, uh, you know, obviously stay and stick within football. Uh, but just kind of on that note, I'm curious when, you know, 
was it as early as during your playing career that you saw yourself, you know, going into coaching, wanting uh, to do something like that eventually later in life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I always wanted to be around, you know, the kids and, and, and coaching. It just when I first was, you know, in the league and, you know, you're still chasing the dream. So, you, you know, I, I didn't really have time for it at the time. Um, and then, you know, as we all know, growing up, life happens. So had um, three kids since then. So, you know, kind of bounced around all over the place uh, and just was never really a good fit. Um, but, yeah, fast forward, uh, I actually was just talking to Malcolm literally like five, ten minutes ago, um, you know, saying, telling him that I would love to get in the college ranks um, one of these days. Uh, and just, yeah, I mean, I think we – as athletes, I think it's important for us all to give back and give to that next generation and uh, share the knowledge that was given to us. So, um, yeah, it's funny that we both sat there and talked about making it to the NFL, and but we, I'm sure we never thought at the time that we would try to be coaching in college. So it's, it is awesome to see, and it's awesome to see him at TCU. And, you know, he's doing a great job, and I um, couldn't be more proud for him. I'm curious. I mean, you you had so many, and obviously you came at Oklahoma at a time when the the offenses were obviously humming. Oklahoma was completely back just from where it was, and a lot of momentum just with, with that staff that they had. I'm I'm curious, man. Were, were there any influences uh, among that group of coaches that um, maybe not so much inspired you to go into coaching? But I'm curious, just like uh, what coaches maybe impacted you the most at Oklahoma, and and you know perhaps just uh, throughout your entire playing career, if you if you don't mind sharing. Oh, yeah, no. Um, when I was there, I mean, we had some great coaches. I mean, from the offensive coordinator, Kevin Wilson, uh, and then obviously Kevin Sumlin, who was my coach, and Jay Norvell, and Bob Stoops, the great coach that he was, and, um, you know, Kale Gundy, and I mean, everybody, I mean, every, Coach Venables was there. I mean, even if we didn't get along, and they, because they were on the defensive side, I love the passion that those guys had, love what they brought to the table every single day. Um, so all of them inspired me being there and being around that level of competition and them demanding, you know, the absolute best out of you. I mean, including Smitty in the summertime, um, yeah, all of those guys. I mean, every single one of them inspired me because it was, you know, I never would have thought a kid from Colleen, Texas could have made at that level and, you know, played. And all of those guys are definitely um, – the reason for uh, you know uh, most of that um so yeah all of those guys but i keep in contact with coach Sumlin. we talk all the time and i've talked you know with um jay coach norvell um and even in some of my coaches in in the nfl yeah i always wanted to coach um i've, I've i mean it's going 13 years now that we have a youth football camp i've coached with coach um David White at the Army All-American game. I mean, I've always been around the game, um, so I've always wanted to coach, um, but I just, like I said before, it just never was the right time, um, and now it is, so I'm full steam ahead and trying to, you know, soak up, soak up again as much knowledge as possible and trying to, you know, get my foot in the door wherever I can, and, you know, right now it's at Legacy Christian Academy, and I couldn't be more happy, more blessed to be there and um, you know, start my coaching career. Let me say, man, what was, uh, it's gotta be just for, for people that 
that know that that first day of fall camp is it's always just like if it, you know the season's season's close but it's still so far away but the fact that you're on a football field and not in a weight room is just obviously it's gotta it's gotta feel good I'm curious what that first day at Legacy Christian was like for you like you know putting on the you know maybe putting the whistle around your neck put putting the visor on like what was that what was that all like yeah no it was it was a uh, it was a surreal moment um and it was funny because the stuff was happening so fast, you know, you warm up and, you know, next thing you know, you're right back in it. So like you were when you played, but it was funny because I was over the weekend, I finally had a chance to take a step back. And my brother um, and a couple of friends, we were out there on the patio at his house. And he asked me the exact same question, like, man, what was it like to be back out there? And I started explaining it and I didn't know, you know, how it affected me at the time, but I'm sitting there telling the guys that almost coming to tears because it was just so much joy. It was so much feeling of accomplishment, like already in the first five days of just knowing that I can make an impression on some of these kids' lives and um, giving them exactly what they deserve. I mean, everything that I have ever, you know, learned in this game. And that that's our responsibility, especially the guys who make it to the collegiate level and then make it past that. I mean, you are, I think you're, you know, given that awesome burden of all this knowledge and being around the game in ways that people wouldn't dream of. So you have to give it back, right? So, yeah, just that whole thing of coming full circle to where when you're a player, you're chasing it and you're chasing it and you're chasing it. And sometimes it doesn't happen for everybody, but um, now that, I'm a coach and then maybe some of these players that I can, you know, influence or touch or, you know, give my knowledge to, they can, you know, begin or some of them are just beginning their chase or, you know, they can make it to the next level. So it's an awesome feeling. And the fact that the guy who introduced me to my head coach now, coach uh, Trotter, it was my high school coach in Colleen. Um, my very first high school, high school coach, um, David Wetzel, who's currently at Baylor. So I reached out to him, and now he got me my first job, and he's my first high school coach. So, yeah, you're talking about coming full circle and just an over, I mean, overwhelming feeling of joy uh, the first time I got out there at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, so it was it, it was a really cool thing. So you mentioned a lot of the, the joy and just kind of the passion that you hope to bring, and obviously it seems like it's kind of rubbed off just based on the coaches that you've had. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you a little bit about the new staff at OU, just while I have you, uh, mentioning just kind of the defensive coaches, a guy like Brent Venables who was there at the time that you were playing and now back at Oklahoma as the head coach. Curious what you just make of Brent. I mean, it feels like the band's back together with just seeing, you know, you know Joe John Finley, DeMarco Murray, Brent Venable. I mean, it's a it's a big OU party on that staff. What's it like seeing uh, what he's done so far? And I know that they haven't played a game yet, but I'm curious what you just make of the situation seeing BV back in Norman. Yeah, the first thought that comes to mind is it makes me feel old, to be honest with you, uh, because <laughs> all those guys, <laughs> they're – we were all there together, man, playing, I mean, summer workouts, I mean, the everything, and, you know, young kids at the time. I mean, I showed up at Oklahoma at 17 years old. Um, so, um, it, yeah, it does make me feel old a little bit. But, uh, man, I couldn't be happier, couldn't be happier with Oklahoma and the choice that they made in bringing uh, Coach, Coach V back, uh, Coach Venables back. I mean, I thought that was him leaving the program 
um, was, you know, a huge, huge mistake back then. But, uh, you know, it's not my say. And, uh, and he went on to do amazing things, which he deserved. Um, but, no, I, I love the fact that they brought him back. I love the fact that he, you know, clearly wanted to bring back, you know, OU guys um, who believe in the program, who want to be there for the program. Um, so, no, I couldn't be more happy, more proud, and excited. Uh, but I think he's doing an amazing job, which, I mean, we all, I, I think all OU fans and Sooner Nation didn't didn't doubt that for one second. When that hire was made, you know, it, it made you feel, you know, secure. It made you feel good. It made you feel like, you know, that we weren't going to miss a beat because um, everybody knows the passion he brings and the energy he brings and the pumps into that program, and it shows. And that's why people, you know, from all – corners of the country flocked back to Oklahoma because, you know, they feel exactly what, you know, the fans feel, the players, the the former players and uh, the former coaches as well. I mean, everybody wants to run through a wall for Coach Venables. Um, so, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. And, um, you know, can't wait. Can't wait to see. Now, were you as excited as well to say, I feel like from a guy that played in an era under Bob Stoops that, you know, receivers, DBs, got to be physical. It's got to be good to also see Jerry Schmidt back at OU. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny because um, Rodney Rideau, he was an assistant strength coach when I was there. His daughter plays on my daughter's soccer team now. Um, so we were actually just talking about uh, Smitty. Um, literally yesterday, um, but it, it was one of those things where because our daughters are going through that whole uh, off season workouts, and you know it's hard and it's hot down here and all that. So they were complaining about it, and we were joking how we all complained about it when we first you know got to Smitty workouts and all that, and probably complained about it all through the time that we were there. But one thing he had you was mentally tough and physically tough. He had you ready to go. And you can and you can never question that. You, you know, you can be upset or you be tired and all that, but he he was going to have you ready to go. So that was, again, Coach Venables bringing him back, and him being back into the program. I mean, it's yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, it just yeah, it does feel like like you said, the band's back together, and you know, I, I can't wait to see what those guys are going to do and go up to a game and you know and see him again in person for sure i don't know if uh you quite had any terrible experiences but i feel like every time i have a former player on the podcast i have to ask any any schmitty horror stories that you'd love to vent or get off your chest <laughs> uh <laughs> um no I, I just remember the one time where i get we did I, and i that we were running up the parking garage and the ramps and we called them the ramps and they were it was ramp day, and I remember actually that Malcolm went before me, and I guess he didn't make it and got kicked out. So then I saw him at home, and when he walked into the door, and I and I, I knew he had got kicked out because it was way too early for him to be done. And then I automatically just felt defeated, because Malcolm normally didn't, you know, get kicked out of workout. So I said, "Oh no, man, I'll probably be back in a little bit." I went out there and tried to run it and then got kicked out myself. <laughs> so I was, I mean, I was early on. Um, and I, you know, I, and I tried to pride myself on not being kicked out that much, but I remember that 
I mean, it was nothing I could do. I was just so exhausted and tired. So it, that, that was just one of those things where you knew sometimes Smitty was just going to, he was going to hurt you. He was going to, he was going to give it to you. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that one right there just sticks out. Cause I was just talking about that as well, where you just knew sometimes you just weren't going to make it. You just felt defeated, but that was, goes to a part of Smitty. I mean, he was going to get you mentally tough. He was going to make you feel like you could do anything. Um, you know, that was the one and only time that I did, you know, not make that workout, uh, because he, I think he knew what he was doing all the time. I think he's a really calculated guy, and he wants his team to be tough and it, it show up on the field and us not quit in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, no, it's uh, – but I'm sure, yeah, like every other player, I can talk about Smitty for all day long. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's, he's a good guy. I'm happy to see him back. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid he might come after me because I keep asking for these horror stories, but I, I do know <laughs> – right. I do know for just like from talking with you and just other uh, other players, just you know he's he's more than just a guy that's trying to break you down, you know, physically or anything like that. And he very much, uh, I think it was Obo Okoronkwo who tweeted that he's he's more of a life coach than a strength and conditioning coach. Um, it, it seems like the I know and like you you came from the era of uh, obviously the I, I call it like the Malcolm Kelly rap era because you know the. You know, they're my brothers. They're my friends. Like just a very, a very like different era for Oklahoma football. That feels like this new staff. Not that it, it can ever replicate that, but it just the vibes are very similar. As you kind of look back on your Oklahoma career, as you get further and further away from it, I'm curious how do you look back on that time and just kind of what you were able to accomplish, not only as an individual but as a team, and you know, with that group of with that with that group of people. Oh yeah, those are my best football years. I mean, being around the guys. I mean, it was you would hang out with everybody from the top of the roster to the bo- top of the roster to the bottom of the roster. I mean, we were all friends. We all hung out. We all, you know, went through those battles together, and we knew going into it, um, we were yes a, a good rated class coming in. But I mean, we were coming behind guys like Jamal Brown, Tommy Harris, Mark Clayton, Jason White. Uh, Bradley, I mean, all these guys that were, you know, really, really good. So we knew that there was a standard there that we had to live up to. It was, you know, our freshman year where I think we came in, you know, a little big-headed and thought we were just going to show up. And, you know, it, it didn't go well that freshman our freshman year, and we ended up winning the Holiday Bowl. But it was still that wasn't the Oklahoma standard and we knew that and I think we all accepted that challenge um, so it was I mean we all grew up together um, because it was so many freshmen that ended up playing that year and starting um, so we had to grow up quick I mean we all instantly became leaders on that team and we instantly became brothers because we all were kind of in that same boat um, and we were ready to go to war for each other and that goes back to the coaching as well I mean the coaches there, Coach Wyatt, like um, my freshman year, and all those guys. I mean, they demanded it out of you. They demanded you know you to give everything that you had, not only for them as a coach, but for yourself and for your family, for our fans, for the brothers next to you. Um, so it was it is such a cool experience. But yeah, that was easily, I mean, by far the best time I've ever had in football or those are my fondest memories and um so yeah I mean and I and I think that that's what Coach V is trying to do just bring bring the guys back together bring 
bring that brotherhood back together and because um, I think that's how you get the most out of you know your players that's how you get the most out of your teams is everybody has to feel like they're a part of the team um so yeah no I, it's it's exciting and I think they will you know get back to that and you know replicate somewhat of what we have so it'll be pretty cool that does it for today's episode of eyes on oklahoma we greatly appreciate joaquin iglesias for making the time as well as for you for listening it uh, means a great deal to us as we've been churning out content getting ready for football season we're going to have a whole lot more so greatly appreciate each and every one of you just want to remind you that eyes on oklahoma is available on all major podcast platforms and if you're using that apple podcast app leave us a five-star rating and review it helps get the word out about the show and you can subscribe to our newsletter as well at eyes in oklahoma dot com gets sent straight to your inbox and the best part it's free so with that said my name is joe Irwin bettner and we will catch you next time